1: Hard-working people, working hard for you and me, moving higher, time and time again, through the years you'll find us here, moving higher. Hello and
2: welcome to the Moving Iron Podcast. This, this Moving Iron Podcast edition is brought to you by Axon Tire helping dealers move more iron for the past 100 years. Um, so once a month, I'm lucky enough to have uh, Jesse Peters from Axon Tire come on and, and uh, bring someone from his team on here to talk about what they see happening out in the marketplace. And, and uh, Jesse is uh, always, a, always a pleasure to talk to and, and to see what's going on in the marketplace, get a different perspective from a different set of eyes out there as to see what's going on. So Jesse, how you doing today, man?
3: Good. Our second official uh, session with you. It feels like the real deal now.
2: Yeah. I didn't run you off the first time. So things, are, <laughs> things are looking up.
3: Not quite yet. <laughs> we're still in business, so that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, that is uh, good. Good to be here. Really good to be yeah. here. Well,
2: how things at Axon
3: right now. So we've got we've got a few uh,
2: kind of planning seasons kind of dwindling, depending on where you're at in the season, but it's slowly starting mm-hmm. to fade off. And, and we're starting to kind of switch gears and kind of look towards that. That harvest time, which is the next big kind of run up, kind of uh, to, to any any growing cycle for the for the U.S. So, I guess yeah. if you take a look at that that harvest time coming around. What's going on at Axon? What are you guys kind of focusing on, uh, focusing your efforts on right
3: now? There. Well, I mean, the the short answer, Casey, is it depends. I mean, we're mm-hmm. lucky enough to have a footprint from California down to you know. <laughs> all the way down to Florida. So, right. depends on which one of our sales guys uh you talk to, but yeah. Um it's really for us not too early to talk about planting. We're we're finding especially when it comes to limited access to equipment, you know, these guys maybe want to be running their equipment a little longer. Um and a lot of times those conversations more quickly than than even we're used to seeing come down to, all right, well, what do I have to do to you know, optimize my tire wheel or or track package on this based on either running my equipment longer than I intended to, or, Hey, I found this piece of equipment in a different part of the country and it's not set up for what I want to do down or up here. Right. So we're, we're slammed. I mean, we have headquarters out in Hayward, California in the Bay area. Uh, We're based out of uh, central Iowa, obviously our corporate headquarters, but we've got sales guys in Minnesota Illinois, um, Nebraska, um, and even down in Louisiana. So, um, I mean, you talk to these guys and their phones are ringing off the hook with, with guys like you working at these dealerships looking for support, you know, cause yep. as we all know, and as I'm sure you've seen, it's kind of crazy out there right now.
2: Yeah, no doubt about it. There's, there's plenty of action going on and plenty of, of, uh, it's it's uh, i like to always say it's kind of caution optimism i mean you and you you go when your commodity prices jump up from 350 to four bucks in september october november and then all of a sudden now we hit you know almost hit eight bucks here for a minute and kind of settled back down to where we're at now and then but under day volatility there's a lot of guys that are that are kind of cautious about what they're doing but at the same time they're still seeing you know seven bucks at the across the scale because there's a lot of positive basis out there so Right. It's going to be it's going to be an exciting run this summer, no doubt about
3: it. Yeah, and I, I think you know I've introduced my special guest. You know, mm-hmm. seeing that we're spread throughout the country, excited mm-hmm. to also bring unique perspective with our national sales manager Roy Diener, who's actually home based out of Texas. So it's that really small state down down south, yep. al- almost Mexico. If you've heard of it, yeah. somewhere down there. Not Thanks. not too many people live there.
1: Yeah. I Thanks, Jesse. Yeah, now, I appreciate the introduction. Welcome, Roy. <laughs> well, since I'm kind of new to this and this is how it goes, we start bashing, bashing each other. Uh, yeah. <laughs> now we um yeah. glad to be on with Casey and, of course, Jesse, it's always fun to be on with him and, yeah, uh, good to hear from you guys. Well, good. Well,
2: well, Roy, why don't you give us a little background on yourself and how you kind of got to where you're at today.
1: Well, it was I guess it was about eight years ago. I started with um what was then uh CFI tire. Started in the um Texas territory. Um, back then it kind of varied. We didn't really have a generalized focus necessarily to the implement dealer, but in the years leading up till now, um we've kind of redirected our focus and rebranded and now we're um really focused at Axon towards the implement dealer and as time passed um we've gone through some different managers and sales managers so they've decided to put me up to um doing the sales management for the implement dealer side which is the axon tire side and i'm really happy to be part of the team here good things happening of course jesse's kind of leading up marketing and it's been a good thing um but what i really like is uh helping the customer out and helping the implement dealer out. And I'm can't be more excited to get a phone call every day, whether it's a problem or it's a order. So. yep,
2: Absolutely. Well, Roy, you, you travel around quite a bit, like Jessica was saying, you kind of cover that, that southeastern part of the United States for, uh, for axon, you got a big spot to cover there. So there's a lot of different stuff going on in that area, whether it's cotton and peanuts or, you know, Sweet potatoes or whatever. There's a million different things that gets grown down that neck of the woods. Um, kind of going into this time frame right now, where we're kind of passing that 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 planning phase of uh, of crop production, and we're kind of looking at the application crop maintenance phase. And now we're kind of, but everyone's kind of gearing up for that for that harvest phase. Um, what are some of the conversations you're having with folks out there, and and what are some of the some of the things you see popping up out there that are um, Good and bad both, I guess, we you talk to your customer base.
1: Yeah, it's, it's um, to be honest, it's a really interesting time. As you know, there's, a, you know, shortages on a few things and then pricing rises on different products. Um, so you get a lot of guys looking for different equipment and you get a lot of requests for different um, setups depending on the machine that they're getting. So... Um, we're we're finding it unique at this time, trying to make sure that we got the stuff that's needed in stock. Um, but we're also finding it very unique is some of the stuff we thought we generally have in stock would uh, cover it is different than what's actually being um, asked for in the current market. Uh, just because of the lack of machinery being able to get and some of the equipment that they were hoping to have um, isn't available in the main. Yep. One thing that I've noticed I've run into a few times, whether it's
2: any manufacturer, whether it's a uh, tillage manufacturer or a mainline, you know, manufacturer, that there's some there's some shortage of t- of tires that we're that you're not seeing offered anymore from the from the actual OEM. Um, when you start looking at build codes and those kind of things, what kind of situations are you running into there where you're you can help some customers out with that? Uh, with that, you know, Michelin tire, or Firestone tire, or something like that they may or may not be able to get from the from the order books that they have from the manufacturers?
1: Yeah, so we've got a couple of <coughs> customers that have um, been actually exercising the ability to um, order equipment on slaves and getting that in and just putting on the tires that we can get them. Um, but we carry tires and wheels um, from many different brands. Um Couple years back, like I said, when I started, it was a lot of uh, brands were on tires, but not too many different ones on rims. But we found that we had to get fairly versatile on our rims um, as far as suppliers go. So we've got a couple different options that we can supply guys with. And so it's really, really helped out, I guess, on that side, is getting them what they need to get out there in the field but right. not lowering the quality too much. I mean, there's there's shortages, you know, in the from manufacturer to manufacturer, just different things. You know, some guys are right. having struggles getting rubber, and the next guy's having struggle getting steel cable, and the next, yeah, it's just, it's not the same across the board necessarily for each yep. tire or wheel. Yeah, yeah there's, a, there's
2: a, a plethora of things. One day you've got your... Coasting down down the highway on on a on a pretty good trajectory of because you've got everything you need and then all of a sudden out of nowhere comes a, <clears throat> a shortage in uh, like for example we are having some issues with with belts you know like fan belts and those kind of things where it was it wasn't the rubber they were getting short of it, it was the steel inside the inside that belt that they were having issues with so I mean it's like little things that you would never think about that pop up that really cause a big problem so it's it's a definitely a definitely a struggle out there.
3: And our job, Casey, you know, because I sit in and, and overhear conversations and pricing meetings when our steel and rubber partners are—it's just costing it more to get here. Yeah. But we've got just here in central Iowa almost a three hundred thousand square foot warehouse facility that we're quite frankly right now packing with as much inventory as we can, just so when those needs arise, because we all know what's. going to happen a a quarter from now, stuff is just going to run out. That's when, that's when we're hoping we can really, you know, come to the plate and say, you know, let's solve this problem. If you're loyal to this Mm -hmm. brand or that brand, we're certainly going to do our best, but I I really see a time when, you know, whether it's the implement dealer or the farmer, (laughs) they're going to go, you know, get me something that works, get me a setup that gets me through (laughs) this wet field or whatever, you know? So that's what we're trying to prepare for Right now, yep. while, while times are at least semi decent.
1: Yep. Yeah. And, and, you know, just to that point, what Jesse's saying, you know, a lot, a lot of these farmers have in the past may have, you know, stuck to a certain brand of tire. This year's just a little different. It's, mm-hmm. I've, I've got to get either, you know, it was, I've got to get my crop in the field and, and I don't see it changing very much. And I expect harvest to be a lot the same as, well, I got to get this stuff out of the field. So, we are we're grooming ourselves and building our inventory up to uh hopefully supply that and help out as much as we can this fall season.
2: So when you're talking with um you know different use equipment guys, those kind of things across the country and the guys you're running to, um for example, some of the machines that come out of the south have have a skinnier rubber than what you see in a lot of other places. You know, I see some 320s and some 380s and those kind of things. And there's that transition north to where you get more of like a 420, 480, a 520, something like that. What kind of, uh, what kind of hurdles are you having to jump over to get that, to make those transitions work, to get that, like you said, you know, like that right set of tires on, on the piece of equipment to, to move that piece of
1: iron. Yeah. I don't know if we've had too many hurdles in that way. Um, we've, uh, we like, um, Jesse started out by saying we cover from Texas to Florida, you know, coast to coast. And, um, so what we take off in a machine out in Florida can be used in California or vice versa. And then, um, yeah, we've, uh, stocked up well on, on our 480s and 50s. And yeah, like you said, the 420, 34s, 520 stuff. Um, we've stocked up well on that and hopefully we can supply that out for this as much as we need again it's hard to forecast in these times. It's just, yeah. um, it's really, really hard. Yeah, no doubt but, about uh, it.
3: But Roy, if you're working with a, a sales guy at a dealership and he's got to make that change over, just walk them through sort of what our process is for making that changeover. explain our, our trade in system, you know, cause then it's incumbent upon Axon, right. to To get that equipment and find another piece of machinery. So just explain how we partner in that way. When, when a, Somebody, an implement dealer, needs to make that switch and they make that call. What's that process look like?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, if you get a hold of us and get a hold of one of our reps or our inside guys, you know, we got uh, two inside guys, uh, Jim Godren or Kenny Seed, um, definitely a huge help on the inside for technical help. Um, and get a hold of them guys or your outside rep. But we're mostly looking for tires and wheels pictures. Um, kind of need to know what the tires that look like that are coming off so if we can get those pictures we can get you a fair estimate um and then we can also get you an estimate of what tires we have in stock and um depending on the time and what's available yeah we can give you a couple different options and then once you um, do the deal we can help you out and get you what you need uh, we ship you the tires out you let us know when the next one's you, the tires that are coming off are ready to be picked up They're off the machine and we'll organize freight back. And, um, once we get them, we inspect them, make sure there are no real bad defects in the tires or wheels. And uh, yeah, we send you, put your credit back on your account and, um, invoice you the leftover, um, and I say leftover, um, what's left is we put that, we bill you that because typically it's more than what was coming off because you're taking off used stuff, that's all. Mm -hmm. Right, yep. Yep.
2: Makes sense. That makes good sense. So yeah, used tires are a big part of of used equipment, especially because if you got a, as, as nice as it is to put a new set of tires on something, but if you can take a 3000 hour tractor and put some 75 or 80% rubber on it that makes a makes a big difference in in the sellability of the machine and also kind of representation of what it is
1: yeah and that's that's a good point too because you know that's the other thing we do offer so so with these trades that have come off the machines we don't just get rid of them just into a you know a sale barn or something um we carry inventory for a while and Um, We carry it actually mounted up and then we demount it after a certain amount of time so we could maybe sell the rims and then the tires separate. But we carry them mounted up and try and move them on uh, just like they came off. So we do have that option available, you know, some 80% rubber, 75% and stuff. Just good stuff to dress up a used machine, you know. That's our tagline. Move more iron. That's that's really what we're here for is to help you, the implement dealer get out there and move iron and help them in any possible way we can because we know it's difficult and um we can't be there at every sale but we can do our part in uh making the machine look good with the tires and wheels so you can move it on.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And that's the tires are such a, a a key part to selling a piece of equipment, you know. It's uh it can be the cleanest, slickest, shiniest piece of equipment on the lot and if it has Horrible tires on it; it really sticks out like a sore thumb. So it's mm-hmm. it's uh, those tires are a big, big part of that uh, that whole the whole concept. No, no doubt about that. So, um, Roy, so talk a little bit about um, some of the some of the wheel kits that you're focused on right now as you move into that to that uh, that time frame. I think right now there's going to be a pretty big move on on combines. I think we're going to start seeing some combine. I uh, use combine cells that, that have been pretty stagnant here the last you know five years or so. And um, I think there's plenty of guys out there that have got some older machines that are just kind of waiting to see what happens and kind of get through this this planning season and start making some projections and some predictions about what they're going to do. But I do think combines are going to be the next big piece of equipment to really make some runs on there. So if I'm out there and I've got a – I'm looking at taking a uh, – uh, uh, a one or two year old combine that's got singles on there, and I want to switch over to some to a, a dual tire and wheel package type deal. Kind of walk me through the steps of what you're going to look through there, and what kind of what should I be asking you about when I'm looking at these tires?
1: Yeah, well, uh, you know, it depends what you're doing for crop. You know, what we need to be asking you, as in the implement dealers, what's what is the crop that he's trying to do? Um, what's he taking out? Singles, you know, a lot of guys fear with singles. You know, you're running a like a 932 single. If you're running that over corn, you're going to get some stubble damage, and as we all know, stubble damage yeah. is that eats the life of a tire up pretty pretty rapidly. And um, so, a lot of guys, you know, we need to know what you're planting because it depends whether you're trying to stay within a row or if you're not. Also, <laughs> what's the conditions out there? You know, if you're if you're just trying to get as much flotation, less compaction. You know, a nice set of duels, um, five twenty forty twos, five eighty forty twos. Those are those are good setups for uh, combines. The big thing you got to worry about these days is um, load carrying capacity because combines aren't made like the way they are used to be. They're they're a lot bigger. Everything is getting bigger, and so you got to make sure you got the right load carrying capacity. And then you know, if you're worried about compaction. Um, you got the IF VF technologies out there. Um, I think those are areas that we rarely touch on, but there's some very unique advantages to those tires, um, and and I I think that's something we need to evaluate more ourselves as tire guys and put out there. But as you guys call in, the implement dealer calls in, be asking about those IF VFs and what the advantages are because there's a a lot to them and it puts that footprint a lot, a lot bigger footprint and causes less compaction. But then if you're, you know, down the wet territory, you know, you could put seven ten duels duals on a combine. Those are big tires, you know, but, uh, maybe that's what you need to keep the float in your area. So that's, right. that's another option. Yep.
2: Yeah. The VF, um, and the IF tires are, are, uh, something I've paid a lot more attention to here of late just from the sheer fact of, just like you talked about, you know, you get a, get one of these combines and then you strap a, a 16-row head on the front of it or a 24-row head in some cases, um, 50-foot platform head or something like that. And by the time you have the front end of the combine plus the, the weight of the head hanging over the front of that, you could have 100,000 pounds right there between that. And you now you're trying to fight compaction, you're trying to fight um, stability, you're trying to fight all these different things that come into play. Um, and skimping on tires is not, not any place that you want to go skimping on because, you know, like I said, you have this this weight and speed and, and agility and all these different things you're trying to do with these machines now. One, you know, one bad call on a tire could actually come back to haunt you. So talk about that IS and VS a little bit here and, and just kind of give like a, a 50,000 foot view of when one is better than the other.
1: Yeah, so it's <laughs> Well, you know, IF, you can carry the same amount of weight with 20% less air pressure. And where that comes into play is it's, you know, good on the back end of a tractor. You lower the pressure. Front end of a combine, you lower the pressure a little bit just to get that footprint out there so it's not so much pressure in one point. Um, But then if you're really, really concerned about it, um, I would go to the VF. And VF is actually becoming more common than the IF. That originally wasn't even out there when IF started. Um, but the VF has become more common, and that's you know, 40% less air pressure, still carrying the same amount of weight. So you're really lowering that air pressure. Um without showing you a diagram, it's kind of hard to explain that in a major way, but it increases your footprint and increases that um it gets that pressure. As flat out as it can, um, you know, with a round tire. That sounds kind of funny to make things flat with a round tire, but that's really what it's doing is just making it flat. So you're not packing that dirt because a lot of these no-till situations. Um, that's really what they're trying to overcome too is disturbing the dirt too much, so they can plant and get a good crop out the next year. So this is where we're trying to help out in the tire industry is lessen up that compas- compaction to make that crop come through smoother, taller, of course, better yield. That's always a big yeah. thing. I mean, we'll
3: see these guys, Casey, running in the field,
1: you know, at the at the
3: tire pressure with these IF and VF tires. And I mean, they're so squishy. It almost looks like something's wrong on that tire, right? But they're doing the right thing. And, the yeah. you know, the flip side of what Roy's talking about is you know, you can run at the same air pressure you had on a non-IF or VF and just carry more weight too. Same yeah. Same rule yeah. applies the other direction, right? So you can either carry the weight at a lower air pressure or increase the weight that's sitting on those tires at the same air pressure. So like Roy said, you know, the stuff in the field is not getting smaller or lighter. So it is probably no. time to at least run the numbers yeah. or have us run the numbers with you. And and that's really what our guys can help do.
1: Yeah. You know, Casey, you, <laughs> These guys, these farmers, you know, I don't blame them, but they're putting b- extensions on that bin, the hopper up top oh, of that yeah. combine. And yep. they're doing what they can to get as much as they can so they have less time unloading or less time going to the turn rows. You know, so, and you're not blaming them, but these are the things no. where if, if that's what your choice is, then we have options too. We, we just need to know what your plan is. So we can help you out on the turn wheel side
2: yep yeah it's very it's a very key point I'm glad you brought that up because it's it's one of those things where whenever you change something in in your mix whether it's a bigger planner or a bigger combine or something like that the, the support equipment that comes along with that has to change as well right uh if you get a bigger then you're going to have to have more support equipment and to your point you know some of these you know i think the other day a guy had a there's a a 780 combine they had a, a kit that you could put on top of the of the uh uh powerful um bin on the top of the made gave you an extra 100 bushels right so you're you're almost 500 bushels on on that and that uh in that machine you do the math on that just that by itself is is a, a pretty significant number that's not mm-hmm. counting the 60,000 pound combine and and the whatever Twenty thousand pound head that's out in front of that. I mean, so you're you're talking about some serious numbers, some serious weight going through the field. And all that being said, too, the type of tire you pick from a safety perspective, just slowing down and stopping and turning and everything else that comes into that, that also plays a big factor as well. So it's very important to give a guy, a guy like like Roy a call and talk to him about what you're doing, how you're doing it, and it's just it's not the same. It's just going down and getting the you know the the set of 480s or whatever and now at the local um tire shop anymore it, it's there's there's quite a bit of science that, that's going into this and there's a lot of inertia there a lot of physics in play as you as you push these machines down the road so
3: and we do have all the the product <clears throat> books on our website with the tables recommended air pressures i mean you can go to axontire.com if, if you're the you know type of guy that likes to stare at the numbers yourself. Feel free to go out there, download those, take a look at it, so you can be informed. Or take the easy route, call us. We'll figure it out for you. That's really what we're here to help do. So the resources are all out there. It's just a matter of how hard you want to work to go find it. So
1: well, and, you know, give us a call. We'll go through those graphs with you right. to make to help you understand it too. I mean. That you know, going down to your local tire shop might be by chance. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. We need those guys out there because we're not everywhere in the U.S., but we're here to help you sell the tires and wheels that we can to the market. You know, and help out implement dealers and bring in the trades. But those, you know, those small town guys, they're they're there to help out. You know, in the patching up needs and stuff like that. So we're not against that, but I'm. What I'm trying to say is that might not be the worst tire fitment, but let's, let's evaluate it first. We got, we got to talk right. about it. We got to make sure that that is what's needed for that machine. And just like Jesse said, though, if, if you, if you really want to get down to the science of it, give us a call. We'll go through it with you. We'll look at it alongside, you know, on the web at the same time, or if you just want us to talk about it, we can talk about it too. We're, we're here for a resource. Um Yeah. In the main, along comes the sale, but that's we're here for a resource to help out the implement dealer. all right on.
2: Well
1: that's great stuff, Roy man. I
2: really appreciate uh you guys taking time to to be here, Roy, and, and, and sit down and talk about what you see happening out there in the market.
1: Yeah, no, it's good. Appreciate being on here. Yeah. Sometime we'll you know, we'll have to do this in person. I know this is kind of the way things yeah, are yeah. nowadays. <laughs> yeah, the new normal, right? <laughs> Well, exactly, right.
3: unique. I, I tell yeah. your listeners, Roy dropped I and he kind of glossed over it. Just a little tip to to keep out there, you know, especially as Axon's out there busy filling up their warehouse, and you guys are out there busy trying to find the equipment that your customers are asking for. You know, it may come down to the time where, you know, when you're ordering from you know your manufacturer, one option is to throw those slaves on that machine and let us get the tires that your customer wants. Because and make it to the point where, you know, we're the one with the full warehouse, your customer knows the machine and the tires they want. Let's put those two things together if you can't get it direct. So that little tip we're hearing, you know, I'm hearing it a lot out West, Casey, and I, I think it's going to bleed this way, but that's a strategy. Now, as you're trying to move more iron and, and, and sell this equipment to your your customers, just keep that little option in your back pocket as you know, something to consider because, you know, that's really what we're here to do. Connect our products with our experience and put those solutions together. And down in Roy's territory, obviously that means combines. So, you know, for your listeners, like we did last month too, would love to offer another discount if you're up for it, Casey.
2: I think I can handle a discount. Yeah, Yeah.
3: Well, what we'd like to do is, you know, again, we're going to offer a tire and wheel package this month. See how that goes specific to combines. So if you need that um, dual tire and wheel package or that, that singer single tire and wheel package. You got to call us, uh, Roy, this month, we're going to feature actually an IF tire, Casey with our partners over at Alliance, uh, Roy, talk about the Alliance IF 580. What are, what are we going to offer there through that tire?
1: Yeah, it's going to be a tire and wheel combo, um, four tires, four wheels. It's an Alliance tire. It's an IF. So again, this is one of the tires you can carry, um, 20% or sorry, not carry <laughs> you carry the same weight with twenty percent less air pressure or also fill it up you know to the original air pressure that you had and that they generally take and you can carry more weight so but these are this would be um four tires mounted on four wheels, and then um that's when we you can give us a shout out and ask for it um the code word we're using this time though is combine kit combine kit. Okay. yeah call
3: uh, us on the phone no matter who you talk to they'll know about this discount or you know we've got three or four different ways just to fill out a form on our website if, if you don't want to talk to a human being that's fine we're not going to hold that against you just put that code though in that form <coughs> submission say hey i want that if deal on combine kit and for the whole month of june you're going to get uh three percent off that tired wheel kit so uh, that adds up pretty quickly when you multiply all that by four so um we're here to help we're here to be a resource and um as you're prepping for harvest and looking for that equipment make sure um you at least know you've got a tire and wheel resource in your back pocket next time you go to sell a tractor
1: yeah and if you don't know any of us or any way to get a hold of us if you're listening to this podcast um sales at axontire.com is a good way to get a hold of us and we'll reach back out give us a uh, contact information We'll be glad to reach back out to you and touch base with you um, and talk about your needs talk about sh- what what we can help you with um,
2: I look forward to that because there'll be some there's some machines out there I know that I'll need that especially coming in uh, on trade especially with uh, some of the age of some of these machines that are going to start seeing trickling so mm-hmm. Jesse and Roy man guys I really appreciate you guys being on the podcast Any last thoughts you want to throw out there before we shut it down
3: Well, you know, just gearing up for, you know, fall event season. So as you guys are uh, considering trade shows, road shows, whatever, um, we're going to be attending a number of them along with uh, being one of the title sponsors for uh, the Moving Iron Summit down in Nashville. So we've got some fun ideas, Uh, excited to get face to face again. Um, just connecting with you guys, it's been a wacky time and you lump on all the craziness on the back end of this pandemic with, uh, computer chips and, uh, ships being backed up in ports and, you know, raw material prices going up. I mean, this is nuts. We, we need each other. Uh, so we're excited to just support and get out and see you guys. And, um, that's, that's it, man. This is, it's just crazy. (laughs) One week feels one week feels like a quarter.
1: I don't know how <laughs> to describe it. Yeah, yeah, no, and kind of chase I mean, your toe, yeah. I, I guess I would just tag on to what Jesse's saying. You know, we're here to support you, and um, don't think we ain't got issues getting product or things too because we do. Um, but yeah, we'd love to collaborate with anyone we can, and uh, um, look. Yeah, definitely look forward to t- talking face to face with each other and seeing everybody down in Nashville that we can. Yep. So definitely look forward to that
2: well, guys. I appreciate uh, everything you've got going here and uh, look forward to talking to you guys again next month.
1: Awesome. Thanks yep. for
3: your partnership. We'll see you again.
2: Thank you. All right. On. All right. Well, I'm Casey Seymour with moving iron podcast. Make sure you check me out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. That's where you're going to find the latest editions of the moving iron podcast. Also go to moving And that's where you find the latest information for the moving iron summit, in Nashville, Tennessee, that Jesse referenced earlier. So So with that, I am Casey Seymour with Roy and Jesse. Let's go get some iron, folks. Out. You want to have a meaningful, competitive advantage to help sell
0: more equipment. Whether you represent the sales, parts, or management department of an implement dealership, there's a surprising amount of complexity when it comes to tire, wheel, and track technology. Let Axon worry about that so you can get back to supporting your customers.